0: When there's a fire or medical emergency, most run the other way. For hundreds of volunteers in our community, it's the exact opposite. This year, Portage Health Foundation is celebrating those volunteers with $50,000 in funding. All volunteer emergency services units in Barraga, Houghton, Keweenaw, or Onsanagan County are eligible for this funding with up to $5,000 available per grantee. This grant can be used to fund new turnout gear, make upgrades to vehicles or buildings, and much more. We can't wait to see how this funding will be used to make our community a safer place. Learn more at phfgive.org. Welcome back to Copper Country Today, I'm Todd Van Dyke. Our program is brought to you by the Portage Health Foundation and you can learn more about them at phfgive.org. So, the weather is breaking, spring is here. You'll want to go out and buy a new house, except there are darn few houses in the Copper Country to buy right now. The real estate situation is, I think, probably unique in the copper country's history. And so I invited in Tom Tickenen, who is the broker owner at Superior Properties Real Estate and is also an appraiser, a very active appraiser, to give us kind of a two-pronged look at this. Of course, Tom is also the recently elected chair of the Houghton County Board of Commissioners. Congratulations on that, Tom. And I know that did not come in a method that you would have wanted it to, but...
1: No, thank thank you, Todd. That's very kind of you. Yes, uh, Albert Koskala's passing was a a shock to to all of us in the community, but but we're closing ranks and moving forward.
0: And that's not the source of our discussion today. We're going to talk real estate. Uh, Just for the record, I am a former real estate broker as well, and also uh, taught beginning real estate for a number of years uh, downstate before I moved up here and got back into broadcasting in the Copper Country. So we hopefully can clarify what's going on in the market as far as uh, listings of houses. I took a look on the MLS, the Multiple Listing Service, Tom, uh, earlier this morning. We're recording this on Wednesday. And I ran up the listings for active listings, single-family homes, basically from M38 to... The tip of the Keweenaw Peninsula, up to two hundred thousand dollars. There were eight of them.
1: That that's uh, probably uh, pretty close to correct. Uh, you know, a lot of the quote unquote active listings uh, include uh, those that have been put under contract.
0: Yeah, I took those out, the uh, the right. active uh, mm-hmm. pendings, uh, contingencies, mm-hmm. backups, things of that nature. I tried to sort those out and I found eight of them. And boy, that's just not a big selection if somebody's heading out into the market right now looking for a home.
1: And hopefully it, it, it means that we're still early in the season. Uh, as everyone has noticed, this is one of those late arriving springs. Yes. And it may not sound very scientific, but it's a fact of life that the phones really don't start ringing until we get some days of sustained sunshine. So so there's time.
0: Yeah, there is some time. And I'm sure there are people out there who are thinking that, uh, well, maybe now is a good time to sell a home. Let's start with those people. If you own a home and you've been thinking about selling it, prices have gone up considerably.
1: They have, uh, it's it's important that uh, a property owner, provided they have a place to to go to, because <laughs> that that's that's kind of keeping a, a throttle I think or a, a governor on our, on our market right now, is the fact that uh, people realize gosh this is a great time to sell our home, but do we have a place to go to? And uh, oftentimes. If they're in the local area, or even going to an outside market, they're finding that that there's limited opportunities. But the uh, most important thing is that if someone is considering selling their property, that uh, they put some adequate research, or contact those people that can provide that research for them. Uh, uh, oftentimes, people do it themselves, and you know, people have varying uh, op opportunities to, to gather information, but it's a good idea to contact a broker of their choice uh, and uh, and get a market analysis. Yeah.
0: yeah, because things have changed considerably and I have noticed that there are a lot of places now online that purport to be able to value your home based on sales that they supposedly have gotten from the area And with what knowledge I have, I've taken a look at some of those over the years, and I've been able to look and say, gosh, that doesn't make any sense at all. That has no bearing on reality. This is utterly, I have no idea why they came up with this. You can't trust that stuff.
1: I'm glad you touched on that, Todd, because the phone apps that that are out there are are really great. They're a lot of fun. Uh, Zillow, Trulia, uh, uh, Realtor.com. those uh those are handy references just to stay abreast of what's on the market the problem is is uh, they will some of them at least will provide those those thumbnail estimates and oftentimes they're not real accurate uh, it uh takes a relatively broad spectrum of data and pretty much just boils it down I think they factor in a little bit of previous sale prices and things of that nature. More often than not, uh, they're very, very vague. And again, with this uh, kind of dynamic market that we have right now, uh, people want to be fair in their pricing and realistic. But uh, more often than not, people are kind of surprised uh, at the value of their home.
0: Yeah, I've looked at some of those online things, and I'm sure that you as an appraiser, when you are asked to estimate the value of a piece of property, there are some very strict guidelines that you go by. That has, Those have to be comparable sales. They have to be done under comparable circumstances. And a lot of the things that filter into those general databases, they don't meet that criteria and can be way off.
1: Well, that's it's, and I appreciate your your previous real estate background because you're you're picking up on on the restrictions that are inherent to a formal appraisal report. We we receive a lot of requests for appraisals uh, outside of lenders, uh, and and uh, attorneys working on estate settlements and things of that nature. But uh, but we're we're contacted by property owners that are thinking of selling and they're curious. They want their property appraised. More often than not, after having a quick conversation with them, I suggest that it might be better just to have a market analysis. See, appraisals are wonderful, but they are self-contained documents. They're very rigid in in their uh, approach. And to a certain degree, they're stating values that are historical. Uh, There's some opportunity to speculate on the growth of market conditions but it's limited a market analysis on the other hand delves into sales of comparable properties but also current listings and finally those uh it should also include some reference to expired listings in other words uh comparable properties that for whatever reason didn't sell yes more often than not, that's because the price wasn't wasn't uh, w- was too high yeah uh, that will give you a better synopsis or snapshot of current market conditions. That's my opinion, but I think uh, most brokers would probably agree with that that uh, a person is uh, better served with a market analysis, uh, which they can typically gain from any uh, licensed uh, appraisal or a real estate professional. They do not have to be an appraiser to complete a market analysis. Yeah,
0: if you want an actual appraisal, then you have to you pay for it, obviously, because yes. you know, you're, you're yeah, in the appraisal and business and you get that from a licensed appraiser, but any mm-hmm. real estate salesperson That's working right. for a broker can provide a, a comparative market analysis which will give you a pretty good idea. And in many cases, I don't want to speak for all brokers, but in many cases, you'll pay either nothing or a very minimal amount to get that if they perceive that you're really serious about selling your home.
1: That's correct. uh, Oftentimes, uh, brokers will provide that market analysis at no cost. They they do ask for consideration if the people decide to go on and market their home, that they give consideration to that agency uh, to, to actually list their property uh, and employ their services. And uh, But that aside, it's not a bad idea to get more than one opinion.
0: No. No, I can remember going through that a few times myself in situations where I knew there were other agents coming in. Um, The one thing you have to watch for is that there will occasionally be agents who will try to buy your listing by giving you a figure that's higher than is perhaps necessary, figuring you will then list with them, and then after a period of time when it doesn't sell, eventually you'll bring your price down.
1: So. I, I recall years ago, there was an agency, uh, not a local agency, but a franchise that would literally uh, uh, advertise that very uh, opportunity that if we don't sell your property, we'll buy it.
0: Uh, yeah, I've seen that. They'll buy it for about 70% of what it that, might be worth. And it, that, works, it works in a situation where you have to sell.
1: That's right. And, and it's, uh, it's, the, it's the fine print. And it oftentimes yeah. is not to the seller's benefit.
0: Yes, I, I've yeah. encountered that uh, in my real estate career years ago as well. Uh, so if you are going to sell at this point, you obviously still need to be realistic about your price. You can't just take a home that maybe will sell for 100000 and put 175000 on it just because it's a hot market.
1: True enough. And, and, and there are uh, some instances where people will... Put a, a rather fantastic number on it and put it out there. If they can find a realtor or, or broker to list it for them, and just put it out there and wait for it to eventually sell or not. Uh, they're not that motivated. They're not that realistic about it. There's not. I used it. to call them hobbyists. Hobbyists <laughs> is probably. Oh a, yeah, a I'd good take. So I'd, I'd sell it if I got the right offer. That's <laughs> right. And, but it's uh, in. In all of the years uh, with with my uh, career, I can honestly say that there's never been quite as dynamic a situation market-wise right now. And you had mentioned the relative uh, lack of listings. Uh, uh, the eight uh, that you mentioned, uh, those are probably properties that are, um, you know, ready to receive purchase agreements. uh, uh If people look uh, through the multiple listing services uh, uh, figures, they may see a figure as high as 50 active listings in the three-county area. Houghton County, as of this morning, had 33 uh, residential properties that were quote-unquote active, but well over half of those are under contract. And they still are pending because they have contingencies which may include inspection, uh, you know, build uh, home inspection contingencies and uh, more probably also uh, uh, lending. uh, Yeah, financing
0: contingent on the sale of an existing property to to complete uh, yeah. the, the yeah. transaction and such. And that's a situation they leave them up um, as active listings. But mm-hmm. uh, you'll want to talk, if you're a buyer, you want to talk to your broker about what the status of those is. I'm talking with Tom Tickinen from Superior Properties Real Estate, uh, he is a broker and an appraiser, talking about the very uh, unique real estate market that we're facing here in the Copper Country. Let's turn it around and talk about buyers because they're the ones who are really kind of on the hook at this point. Somebody's looking to move into the Copper Country, or somebody's looking to move out of the apartment, or somebody's looking to move out of the starter home. They've got a couple of kids now, want to move up to something bigger. Uh, that's a real challenge right now with a very few number of active listings.
1: Well, the first thing a buyer uh, should do, provided they don't have the family trust fund available to them, <laughs> is visit with their with uh, probably more than one local lender. Well, it doesn't have to be a local lender, but uh, I I'm encourage people to visit uh, our, our very fine lending institutions that are present right here in the copper country and, and get pre-qualified.
0: Well, uh, and, and we should explain the difference between pre-qualification and pre-approval. Pre-qualified means they've kinda of looked over your figures and said you can afford this much. That's correct. Pre-approval means that they have actually run you through the process. The, uh, the paperwork has been done, the uh, loan has been approved, subject only to you finding the house. And that really makes your offer stronger, doesn't it?
1: Very much so, and, uh, and it's a two-step process, and, and it's good to point this out. Getting pre-qualified will set those parameters for what price range you should be shopping in. Once you do, and, and, and keep that uh, uh, documentation, ask them for a, a written uh, letter uh, for, uh, for that. Then the other thing is, uh, you know, once you're out looking for property and you find that, that, that place, uh, immediately get in touch with your banker and, and mention, you know, the address, the, uh, the price that you've agreed on. And so that you can, and they can very, very quickly uh, issue a, a, a pre approval letter. Uh, and if you're not able to submit it with your purchase agreement, your offer, uh, at least you'll be able to say, Look, I'll have that for you in a day or so. Yeah. And uh, that means that that's of utmost importance to sellers. And more often than not, sellers are being. Uh, advised by their listing broker. And so everyone's looking for that. They want to make sure that uh, that the purchase amount that's being agreed upon will actually materialize, you know, subject to inspections and appraisals.
0: Yeah, because I, I went through a lot of situations where okay you got into it and all of a sudden the financing couldn't happen or, or something had happened the credit score wasn't uh, good enough or there was a problem that came up and you want to get all of that taken care of in advance especially in a hot market because there's going to be somebody else coming in with an offer on that house that's you
1: right. want yours to look really really good that's right and and there are quite a few uh, cash buyers out there uh, it's it's a mix they're not all out of town people, although they're a significant factor because people moving uh back or moving to or back to the copper country uh oftentimes have just sold their home in wherever else so they have yeah. uh, they have have the cash to to deal with and people are uh sellers will always take note of that they they like that because they know then that they will more than likely not be subject to to another independent appraisal. And things may also move along uh, quickly uh, or faster than they would when it's requiring a, a lender to be involved.
0: Yeah, cash is definitely king. So let's say I'm looking for a home. I look at the eight listings that are available right now (laughs) under two hundred thousand dollars in northern Houghton County and Keweenaw County and say I don't like any of these something's gonna pop up at some point that I'll probably like and I want to know about it when it happens what's the best way to monitor the market so that I can be Johnny on the spot when the opportunity arises
1: well these days uh People are are enjoying. I mentioned earlier these phone apps, uh, you know, Android or iPhone applications that you can download. Uh, Trulia, uh, Zillow are a couple of examples. There's a Realtor uh, uh, Realtor.com, and uh, there are various uh, real estate agency websites that they can also regularly visit and they can access through those websites they can access all listed uh, properties there as well Um, ultimately a buyer that is aggressively ready you know wanting you know to jump on on opportunities as soon as they pop up uh, get get close to a a real estate agent or broker There's a lot of fine realtors in the copper country, and I recommend them all. Uh, So find your person that you're comfortable with uh, and uh, ask for them to get you on an email blast so that uh, the properties that are within the parameters that you're searching for would automatically be emailed to you. Uh, And that works pretty well
0: one of the listings that I looked at this morning there was a note from the listing agent that said uh, said we want all offers by such-and-such time they were anticipating multiple offers on a property Uh, that's something I never had the privilege of going through when I was in real estate the market was not nearly that hot how do you handle multiple offers and how do you and the client make a decision about which one you're going to take
1: well rule number one is the seller makes all decisions and that uh, that's the uh, that's the rock that's the foundation that all things transactions are built upon. Uh, the listing agent or broker is there to advise the client seller. Yes, and uh, that's something to keep in mind. Now, but the when a listing hits the market, uh, it's often more often than not you will have that you know those showing instructions or those recommendations that. Or notifications that look uh, the property just came on the market. We're not responding to any offers for seventy-two hours. I'm using this as an example. Sure. Or uh, you know there will be showings available uh, in the upcoming weekend, or you know schedule with your realtor, uh, so on and so forth. But the if it does end up as with multiple uh, offers, the uh, pr- multiple purchase agreements. Work with your buyer's agent. Uh, they will advise you on how to create the strongest, uh, clearest, simplest offer uh, that that you're able to provide. Uh, the uh, you know there are different things that we we touched on the fact that cash is king. Well, most of us can't afford to buy homes for cash, uh, but have your financing. Uh, be able to describe reasonable, reasonably well uh, how you will be paying for this property. Uh, use actual figures uh, uh, as opposed to amounts to be determined. That's pretty vague, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and that used to suffice in, in the days prior to this hot market. Uh, I strongly would recommend that you actually put the amount that you were going to be borrowing and how much cash you're going to be putting, you know, towards the down payment and so on. Uh sellers like to get that. Listing agents like to see that so they can advise their client, this is a this is a nice clear offer. This one has some vagueness to it. Uh this one has a better chance of closing
0: than this other one.
1: Exactly. Uh it has supporting documentation, a letter of pre-approval, uh things of that nature. Even with cash uh, purchase agreements, uh, there's an opportunity and a seller should expect some verification that that todd or tom actually has yeah yeah that, i, 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 I want to see a letter available. from your bank
0: mm-hmm. that says that he or she has enough money mm-hmm. on deposit to cover this when it closes i don't need to see the full account balance that's right but i want i need to see assurance that there's a, really that money is really there
1: that's that's so. correct and and people as a rule uh you know they're they're not going to be dishonest or or, or intentionally uh, uh... you know gum up the works you know and and try to uh, make you feel that they have more cash than they actually do but but in the heat of the moment sometimes things can get a little confused but uh, make the the purchase agreement as strong and concise and clear as possible with some supporting documentation primarily how you're going to get the money do you have the money where is the money how is it going to be delivered uh, earnest money deposits um, are an interesting uh, thing. In in the uh, quieter days, we were dealing with relatively low sums for earnest money deposits. it's a demonstration of goodwill. Sure, because uh,
0: that money does go at risk if you back out for reasons not specified in the sales agreement.
1: Yes, and if, for example, if, if all contingencies, the in, say if you have an inspection contingency or a, or a uh, mortgage contingency or, or, or any other number of, of, of contingencies, if those are all met and you're getting and, and gone and satisfied and removed, and then for whatever reason, if a buyer uh, doesn't fulfill that contract obligation, they are at risk of losing yep. that earnest money deposit. Mm-hmm. It's not real clean cut uh, because realtors ultimately would would always prefer to have the seller sign a release saying, okay, uh, you can have your earnest money deposit back, but Oftentimes, sellers, if they're in, in the rare instances where you have a, a default on a contract, uh, the, the buyer should be prepared to sacrifice that earnest yeah. money deposit.
0: And we've got to wrap this up because we're running out of time. But uh, hopefully, hopefully, the market will loosen up a little bit, especially in terms of having some more listings available. Obviously, if you own a home, it's been great to see your value go up over the past couple of years here in the copper country at a rate that I haven't seen happen in a long, long time. But uh, hopefully we'll get some more listings on the market for folks who want to either move into homes, move up into homes, or move here into the copper country. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully a little bit of progress, at least in that regard. And Tom Tickenen, thank you so much for coming in, sharing your insights.
1: Thank you, Todd. These are interesting times in which we live.
0: They are indeed. Tom Tickenden, broker owner of Superior Properties Real Estate on Copper Country Today.